Brain Moms, and thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emma Don production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. Do you love supporting the show? Shop all the MWP branded merchandise on themommywines.com or click the support link in the show notes below. This week's show is brought to you by our sponsors, Anchor, my podcast platform, and in my entirely biased opinion, the best way to record, edit, and upload your podcast all in one place. One Hope. One Hope wines are thoughtfully created by the most acclaimed winemakers rooted with purpose right in the heart of Napa Valley, California. One Hope puts your wine to work by donating over $5 million and counting to causes around the world. Shop One Hope Wines today and feel good with each sip at onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Zaya Active, do you need premium, quality, active, and loungewear? I know I do, but I hate the price tag on top designer and retail brands. Shop myzaya.com backslash emadon for men's, women's, and youth styles today. New Zaya Active items are released every Wednesday, along with new episodes of Mommy Wines. So make sure you're following along on IG for new items showcased every week in my stories. The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker is mine and Milo's online, eco-friendly, naturally focused dog supply shop with everything you need from fetching accessories to daily doggy essentials. Shop thefetchingbarker.com and use code ZEPLIN15 to save at checkout. EDJ Consulting Group. If you didn't know, podcasting is not my full-time gig just yet. By day, I am a business financial consultant specializing in small to medium-sized business bookkeeping, tax prep, and payroll. This is what has allowed me to not have to choose between my son or a job. If you're interested in learning how you can become a home bookkeeper, check out my Home Bookkeeper Masterclass. You can find more info at edjconsultinggroup.com. Now let's get into the episode. Hey. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. So glad you were so understanding about rescheduling. Oh my gosh, seriously, of course. I know (laughs) how it is with kids and whatnot. That's one of the things I love about having my podcast is most of the people who are guests on the show, they're either moms or they're working women. And I feel like if I had any other demographic, it would not be as flexible and understanding. But because, you know, like the show is geared towards those kind of listeners and those kind of guests. Anytime anything happens, they're like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, do your thing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, we're all doing so much all the time. I feel like 99.9% of the time, I feel like I'm just running around like a chicken with my head cut off. So when somebody (laughs) is like, oh, I have to reschedule, I'm like, oh, yes, girl. Like, that's – I get it. So back when we originally had our recording scheduled, um, you were actually not in Vegas. You were heading to Utah. Yeah. Um, 
Good Things Utah asked me to be on their show to show some like fun crafts. And so that was my TV debut, one might say. <laughs> but it was so fun. So fun. Yeah. Were you nervous? Because I would literally crap my pants if somebody asked me to be on TV. You know what? I I wasn't. I was nervous um, just like because they asked for like all my um, like pictures and content before. So I was like just nervous about that part, getting it all done. But when I got on there, I wasn't nervous because it was so it doesn't feel like it's not like you're in front of like a live audience. You know what I mean? It's like a quiet room. And so I just kind of oh, forgot nice. that I was even on TV. <laughs> this week's podcast is supported by Free Lunch Coffee. I'm always looking for an easy way to make a difference in the world. And it really can't get any easier than this. When you buy just one bag of free lunch coffee, you are providing 10 meals to children in need. And free lunch coffee donates 50% of profits to end hunger in the lives of young children. There are children out there who really need our support. And it can be extremely difficult and intimidating trying to figure out where to start and how to help. Free Lunch Coffee also has some great custom design mugs and tumblers. Each mug provides 10 meals and a tumbler provides 20 meals to children in need. This could be a great Christmas gift and Christmas is all about the spirit of giving. You are not just buying gifts for your loved ones, you are also feeding hungry children. Beyond a fantastic cause, Free Lunch Coffee has great tasting coffee that is specialty grade, certified organic, and fair trade. They offer a 100% money back guarantee for 30 days. If you don't love it, they will give you a full refund and you can keep the coffee. So you have nothing to lose. Free Lunch Coffee is offering a 10% discount to you. Use coupon code WINES at checkout when you visit freelunchcoffee.com. Like some of like the daytime talk shows are a lot different than some of like the news yeah. kind of things. But even then, um, like even the ones that have live audiences, I don't even know if they would do that right now. Oh, due yeah, to the probably virus. not. They'd have like cardboard cutouts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they would just take their photo and yeah I was out. actually surprised that they still were having guests on the show now but I'm glad that they did because it was a really fun experience oh that is so exciting so like everybody else that I find to con into being my guests <laughs> on the show I cyber stalk them on Instagram oh. and I gush over people's instagrams all the time i'm like how do you have the time how do you come up with these ideas to have like the most perfectly curated instagram but yours is like a step above it is like going into a princess fairy wonderland it's like the cutest thing i've ever seen and you're a girl mom so it fits so yeah you know it's funny that you say that today because i was just like freaking out (laughs) like five minutes ago not five minutes ago like an hour ago I was um trying to get a picture 
and I thought, you know, I'm never on my feed at all, just because it's a lot of work, you know, like on top of everything else, I have to get ready. Like, <laughs> and so I yeah. thought, you know, today I'm going to get ready and take pictures with my girls and try to like be in the picture. Cause I don't, on Thanksgiving, I noticed everyone was posting like their pictures with their family and I don't have any pictures like with my family. So <laughs> I thought, you know, I'm just that's how yeah, I am so hard and so I'm like I'm just gonna get in the picture and so I did and I, I think I'm gonna post it because it's so like real life like <laughs> my little one is 16 months and we're still nursing um against my will and she <laughs> and I'm like trying to take a picture and she's just lifting up my shirt and I'm like yeah this this is what it's really like because and there's not time to do it all there's just not besides yours being like a fairy princess wonderland our feats are kind of similar because it is so much easier just to take a cute picture of your kid and not have to worry about like you being in it or setting up a camera or like trying to take a selfie at a good angle it's just so much easier to take cute pictures oh my gosh yes or like I do a lot of like DIYs and crafts and it's like I can fully control that but like I cannot fully control my kids or the way that you know like all the other things it's just it's a lot I don't know how um people that are in their pictures all the time do it I don't know. Maybe it's my season of life I'm in with little kids or what, but it's a lot. (laughs) It's so much. And especially like being moms, like my makeup is not done all the time. Not saying that you have to have makeup on to take a picture and put it on Instagram, but like my hair is a mess most of the time. I don't have makeup on. Like, and then trying to wrangle a toddler into taking a picture with me. Impossible. It's like, either he's going to be looking crazy, I'm going to be looking crazy. It's never going to be, like, there might be one out of 200 that are like, okay, that's cute. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. That's why I'm, like, this picture that I got today is so funny. I really think I might post it because it's just, like, this is real life, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Do it. I I know. And it's, like, also, like, what you said about, like, not putting makeup on for Instagram like yeah that's true and I don't get me wrong I'm all about that but also like there's something to be said about like feeling good about yourself right and like not saying you have to have that to feel good about yourself but if that is what makes you feel good then you know like I'm really probably not going to post a picture on Instagram without makeup on like it's just the reality of it oh yeah before COVID hit I would get up and get ready every single day and now yes like my whole life I've been like that and now I'm like lucky if I get ready like twice a month (laughs) the holidays are fast approaching and you know what that means that's right it's gifting season luckily Zaya Active has everything you're looking for when it comes to premium affordable active and loungewear for the whole family Head over to myzaya.com backslash emmadon to start checking off your Christmas list from the comforts of home. With the extremely popular women's leggings to the stunning men's collection and ever-growing youth styles, you're bound to find something for everyone. Once again, that's myzaya.com backslash emmadon. See, I, I am like living my best life in COVID. I already was, like, such an introvert that, like, 
everybody staying home and not like clogging up the stores or having traffic on the road I'm living for it and then like I did the corporate life thing for a while uh, because I was told I was never going to have kids so when I didn't have that focus of like oh I want to find somebody and start a family I kind of switched gears into just focusing on my career for a really long time and focusing on myself So I would get up and I would put makeup on and I would get dressed up and I would wear heels every day and go to work. And like after having Milo, I'm like, that is like the least (laughs) thing I want to do. Like I want to sit at home and I want to snuggle my baby. And like most of the time since he's been born and he's four so COVID has not been going on for four years (laughs) um (laughs) it it does feel like it but like I just like it's just always been me and him and I never had anybody to like get dressed up for I you know I don't go on dates it's just like most of the time I would not post a picture of myself um because the only person that's looking at me is a four-year-old but it does like it definitely does change things like when you feel you know good you're like ooh that's a cute picture like i feel good about myself i'm going to post it but when you know you open your camera and it's switched around to looking up your nose and at your double chin you're like oh yeah that, that's rough that is rough. <laughs> i'm the opposite i've always been like an extreme extrovert I want to say hi. Oh. yeah really my daughter's here she's like i want to say hi okay say hi hi okay <laughs> oh hi um let's talk about real life oh okay <laughs> i'm like you want to watch youtube go watch youtube <laughs> let me record this there podcast. you go <laughs> but my husband, my husband um travels for work so i am like alone most of the time with the girls so you know you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes <laughs> I noticed that. Is that what took you guys to Vegas? Is him? He's a pilot, right? Yeah. Um. He yeah. He works for Southwest. He um. It didn't like directly bring us here. We um are both Colorado um, natives, but we were trying to buy a house there, and like the oh. market was just so crazy that we were just over it. Like it was exhausting, you know. And I had some family out here and uh, interruption totally threw me off, but we had an offer on a house. It got accepted and then it fell through and we were like, you know what? Let's just get out. We have the ability to move anywhere. Within three weeks we were in Vegas. So (laughs) it was kind of crazy to move from somewhere we've lived our whole lives to a different state where we really didn't know anyone but it was a really good decision we're happy here so it's not that bad yeah I've done it like it, four or five I times. feel like I, no. I feel like I'm <laughs> such like a gypsy like soul like I would move anywhere <laughs> I really would my husband could be like let's oh, move yeah. to I don't know Iceland and I'd be like let's do it <laughs> so I totally I know we won't oh my gosh. just for that reason because I just get antsy <laughs> See, I lived in Vegas. I moved there December of 2014. Oh, okay. And I lived there for a couple of years because I was applying. I was going through the process of um, 
interviewing to be a flight attendant. Oh, funny. And yeah. And um then I got to like the final stage and I chickened Aww. out. Ended up staying there two and a half years <laughs> and moved. But people I feel like people have the wrong idea oh. of Vegas. I feel like they judge Vegas off of one street. A thousand percent. And because when I lived there, I oh, lived yeah, in that's, Summerlin. That's basically where and... we live, too. Yeah. Oh, cute. I love it. Because they were, like, just building up the outdoor mall. Like, oh, they were yeah. just finishing it up. And it's so cute. And, like, in my neighborhood, you would see, like, kids riding bikes and, like, walking down the street holding hands with their parents. It was, like, a young family neighborhood. Oh, 100%. it really is. And, like... Even when we first moved here, I was, like, had my reservations just from, like, stereotypes. And I think our family was probably, like, why are you moving your family there? You know, <laughs> like, you're crazy. <laughs> but it really is just a town like any other. We never go to the Strip. Like, I could not. I mean, obviously with COVID. But, like, no. even before then, I don't could not tell you the last time I was there. Maybe if we have family in town, you know. But. It's like it doesn't exist. Yeah. I guess it's the same as, like, if you lived in New York and don't go to Manhattan or, you know, something like that. Yeah, you wouldn't spend all yeah, your exactly. time in, like, Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so funny. Because when I moved there and all my friends back home heard that I wasn't taking the flight attendant job, they were like, what, like, what do you do? Is it hot all the time? And when I left, because I'm originally from Ohio, when I got to the Cleveland airport, it was 56 degrees. When I left Cleveland, four and a half hours later, I got to Las Vegas. It was 34 degrees and snowing. In Vegas? or In, in, Ve- Cle- in Vegas. And all of my friends are like, oh, it must be so hot all the time. And then they're like, have you been to a strip club? I'm like, No. <laughs> And I, I lived there, like I said, two and a half years, and I went to one, um, I don't even know what you call it, like a, like a nightclub? It was yeah. the one that's at the wind. Oh, yeah. And I went once, and it was a horrible time. Oh, my gosh. That is the exact same thing. When we first moved here, um, we were like, oh, let's like get a babysitter and do the Vegas thing, because first of all, I never even liked the strip before we moved here, but I was like, well, we're here. Let's try it, you know? Yeah. And we went out and same thing. We like went to a club and it was like a horrible experience. We hated it. We've never come back. So so loud, so crowded. Yeah. And there's just like like, the drinks are so expensive. Yes. It's not fun at all. There are so many like other like restaurants or even like um, casinos and bars that I would rather go to. In Vegas, like, I have some of my favorite spots. None of them are on the Strip. Oh, for sure. I would <laughs> I would 100% agree with that. It's so funny. I know. That's funny that you said about the snowing thing. It snowed once since we've lived here. I wonder if it was the same time. But it was, like, such an exciting day. <laughs> See, and- I, I've seen it snowed because that was December of 2014. Okay. It- it snowed that year, and then it snowed, like, two years after that. Yeah, that's because, probably when it, we were here. And I'm just like, it, what does it do? Like, snow every few years? <laughs> but I saw my friends, like, they were taking pictures, like, 
throwing snowballs in front of the Las Vegas sign and everyone's like oh that's so fake that's so fake they did it for Christmas and I'm like no way it definitely like gets cold and my dream since watching the Lizzie McGuire movie when I was in (laughs) like high school was to own a Vespa. Do you remember? Where- oh my gosh. I It's so funny you said that. I was just watching the Lizzie McGuire movie the other day <laughs> while I was crafting. And I have always also wanted a Vespa. <laughs> yes. I tell my husband that's going to be my retirement like vehicle. <laughs> oh my God. Do it. I got one because down the street, there was like this, I don't know. It was like a little Vespa scooter shop. And there's a few of them around the valley just because, like, that kind of area and environment is a good place to have them. Yeah. Um, just because, like, the weather's nice most of the time. But I passed it, like, every day. Because when I didn't take the job being a flying attendant because I'm a big fat chicken, oh. um, I decided to get a job and I worked as a bartender at Planet Hollywood. So I was, like, okay. a bartender, a server at Planet Hollywood. So I would have to, like, leave Summerlin. And, like, go a million miles. Yeah, that's quite the track. (laughs) To Planet Hollywood. And and then I had to not only park, but then walk all the way through the Miracle Mile Mall to get to, like, the restaurant side. (laughs) And it's, like, called the Miracle Mile Mall because it literally is, like, five million miles long. Oh, my gosh. It Uh, really is. I feel like every time I go to the Strip, that's where I park. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Why? It's, like, the it's it's literally, it has to be a mile to get from, like, the entrance to, um, like, where the restaurants and stuff are in the back of the casino. But I would pass the scooter shop, like, every day. And I'd be, like, and they'd always have some, like, parked outside, you know, like, showing them off. Yeah. And there was this, like, vintage kind of Vespa. And then there was this other one. It was, like, so not what I came there to look at. But what I came there to look at was, like, the Lizzie McGuire when she, like, went to Rome or whatever yes. and fell in love with a pop with star. Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, my God, that's my dream vehicle. I want that in my life. And it was, like, baby pink and the cutest oh thing ever. What but a then dream. The guy, the guy talked me into getting this other one. He's, like, oh, this one comes with storage. It has, like, a bigger battery life because you had to, like, plug them in. Yeah. Um, and it goes faster and cause I told him, I was like, I live in Summerlin, but I work at planet Hollywood and he's like, Oh, like that's not going to get you there. And back. <laughs> like, You're going to be on the two fifteen on your best spot. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely never. I think actually, no, I think I did take it up one exit on the freeway once. And that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Yeah, in my that would be terrifying. <laughs> Well, they, they only go, like, 50 miles an hour. So, like, at top speed, as long as, like, if, you know, you're going downhill or something. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me. When I was a kid, my um, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. And my grandpa got a um, scooter. Like, it wasn't a Vespa, but similar. And so we, we went with them to the dealership and got it. And um, 
he was going to follow us home and we didn't see him. So we like pulled over at the bottom of this hill. And like five minutes later, you could see him coming up the hill in this huge line of cars behind him. Oh it was my like God. A one lane <laughs> it was so funny. We were like, oh my gosh, I think something's wrong with this scooter because it like would not go over like 25 miles per hour. Oh yeah. Like if you're going uphill, it's useless. Yeah. Um, it's, they're really designed for nice flat roads um, or, you know, going downhill. Yeah. The guy sold me on it because he's like, oh yeah, this one's faster and this one's like going to be better for you. So I got this like lime green sporty looking one. It was like, if one of those, like, uh, what are they called? Like the rocket motorcycles, but a scooter version. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I still drove that thing everywhere. I drove it to Henderson. I drove it to like work every day, unless it. it was like raining. Yeah. Um, like all over the place. Over here at Mommy Wines, we love wine. And there's absolutely nothing better than cheersing your way through the holidays. One Hope is an affordable boutique wine company coming to you directly from Napa Valley, California, that gives back by supporting nonprofits. They have a bubbly brute sparkling wine that supports end childhood hunger. One in five children do not know where their next meal is coming from, but thanks to the charitable wine lovers like yourself, One Hope has been able to provide over 2,758,428 meals to help feed hungry children. Or there's my new favorite, a red, believe it or not, a Pinot Noir that has helped over 65,267 and counting pets find forever homes. This season, give the gift of One Hope wine and feel good that by shopping One Hope, you're helping the world become a better place. Being charitable this holiday season has never been easier with One Hope's gift boxes. Make sure to check out onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Once again, that's onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Also, the link is in the show notes below. And I'm like, okay, what other time in my life am I ever? I was like young 20s, single, living in Vegas. I was like just living my best life with my with my little sporty scooter hey that was your time to do it I had (laughs) I had kids young so I have to wait till that's my retirement gig but I'm thinking you know I am like such like a romantic when I I'm like a dream I'm not even a romantic but like a dreamer like I picture how my life is gonna be all the time and so (laughs) what I think of when I'm retired is living in a cute old home that I've renovated that's walking distance to all the shops that I can ride my Vespa to and put my flowers in the back (laughs) oh my that's my dream that's perfect (laughs) I know I feel like we're like the same person yeah I mean it sounds perfect to me I don't know that's ideal yeah I agree probably even like abroad oh my gosh that is actually my dream (laughs) like having a little like English Tudor style home like a little cottage and that yes exactly that's it (laughs) walking to a farmer's market or riding in your Vespa on like some old-fashioned brick roads yep Oh my gosh, you're painting my picture. 
<laughs> you know, let's just go live in like a Norman Walk- Rockwell painting. Um, perfect. I'm in. <laughs> it's funny. I was, tons, I was tons of snow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I was actually born in um, Germany. My dad was in the Air Force, and the way my mom explains it is just like that. Really? Yes. She's like, we lived, you know, we'd walk to like the town and you could hear the church bells ringing. And so like, maybe that's where this like dream comes from that I'm like, I want that life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I have always wanted to not live in America. And I know that sounds so bad. (laughs) No. It's like, like, it's like, talk about like romanticizing something. I'm sure once you lived there, it'd just be normal life. But like, it does seem like just a simpler way of life. And it probably isn't. But like, from our perspective, it is. The thing is, it's like, I have searched, I've been to almost every state except for Washington, Alaska, and Hawaii. And I've just, I'm like a searcher. Yeah. You know, and the closest thing I got to what I wanted was Tennessee, I loved, and Boston, mm. I loved. Yes. Boston, but I just have this thing with, like, history and, like, antiques. Me too. But, like, modernizing antiques. Like, I'm very strange. Like, No, I that's have... not strange at all. I feel the same way. That's why I feel like I can't really? live in Las Vegas forever because it's so the opposite of that. It's everything is so brand new. Yes. But like me, like I would have like white walls, but then like antiques. Oh my gosh, same. I actually <laughs> speaking of Germ speaking of Germany, when um my mom had this um huge grandfather clock made for me as an heirloom <laughs> and she like had it custom made, like picked out everything. And, um, so it's in my house and it's so special to me. It's beautiful. And my husband like does not like it, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm like, I don't care. It's like so pretty and just special, but yeah, if I had it my way, it would be the same, like very clean lines with antiques. (laughs) Yes. And I feel like I could do that. Like I would die. My favorite Actually, there's one in my hometown um, or the town I lived in, like, most of mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I know what you not mean. Not my hometown, but, like, my what I consider to be my hometown. It's Medina, Ohio. And there's, like, this outskirt township of – I don't even know what it's called. But I would pass this house almost, like, probably two or three times a week when I was younger and I was still living in Ohio. But it's like this Tudor, English Tudor, like, mansion. So it has, like, the stucco with, like, the beams and the brick. And they have, like, this giant garage. And then they have a giant um, stabled barn. Oh, my gosh. Because they have horses on the property. And it all matches. And their driveway has a bridge. So you have to, like, cross this bridge to, like, get to the house. And there's, like, a creek that flows through the property. And all of these, like, giant old trees and weeping willows. And it is, like, my dream. But I would want that, like, small. Yeah. Like a tiny cottage. I would agree with that. I feel like um, that sounds like, first of all, a fairy tale. <laughs> but oh my, It's, like, the most beautiful house in the entire county. I that sounds amazing. You know, and what you said about it being, like, smaller. I feel the same way. Like, I don't ever want too big of a house I want my family to be like close and you know where we have to be in the same room (laughs) 
<laughs> but sometimes I'm like, oh man, maybe, you know, with the girls and stuff, I'm like driving me crazy. But yeah, like a cozy cottage or something like that is a dream. Now, if I pro- lived in the cozy cottage with two teenagers, I might feel differently. But for now, <laughs> I think it sounds wonderful. <laughs> As long as they have a bedroom, then I think it would be fine. Luckily, I only have a boy who could, like, first of all, me and him are so close. He is, like, up my butt. And we have, um, our rental house right now is not very big, but there's a lot of, like, open space so there's like a like a lot of floor space, but like the bathroom and the bedrooms aren't very big. Uh-huh. So he spends a lot of time out in the living room with me and he also still co-sleeps. So how you feel about still nursing? <laughs> I'm four years into co-sleeping. Okay. Solidarity. I don't co-sleep, but I yeah, that is like my worst nightmare, honestly. <laughs> he and I asked him like like, do you want to sleep in your bed tonight? And he's like, no, mommy, never. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Like, sometimes he'll take a nap in there. But basically, his bedroom is used for storage. <laughs> like, I throw all of my giant piles of laundry. Like, that's where I hide all the laundry that I never fold. Um, and where I put all of his crap when he's gone visiting his dad for the weekend um but like besides that like his closet is storage like it it just holds we run a we run a a pet supply store online and it's all like doggy stuff and it's all like eco-friendly so I keep like any extra inventory in there um basically just like picture frames like stuff that we don't use it's just like storage and I'm like I look at that room sometimes and I'm like it's just like nothing there's curtains but nothing on the wall well like just toys. it sounds like it works out well because if you didn't have that where would you put all the stuff so there you go that's <laughs> true are you a pet owner like us or maybe you're soon to be adding a four-legged friend to your family this holiday season Milo insisted on getting a dog And once I saw Zeppelin, a chocolate golden doodle at an animal shelter, I knew she was the one for us. They instantly became best friends, and that's what inspired me to launch our canine supply shop, The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker has everything you need, from puppy essentials to all your I-have-to-have-this items that you can't just not add to your cart. We have a strong focus on eco-friendly and natural products, along with a wide range of trusted hemp and CBD treats, toys, salves, oils, and so much more. Visit thefetchingbarker.com today, and remember that a portion of all proceeds go to support global conservation efforts to protect the planet our pets love. That's thefetchingbarker.com. And feel free to go ahead and follow on Instagram at fetchingbarker. But I'm just like, I ask him, I'm like, you know, are you ever going to sleep in your own room? And he's like, no way, mommy. I'm like, he's like, I love you. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. (laughs) He knows all the right things to say. (laughs) Oh, he does. That is for sure. Are your girls like that? Um, Do they just play you like a fiddle? Sometimes. (laughs) 
my oldest is starting to get really sweet just recently you know like she'll be like she like made up a song the other day about how she has the best mom and dad and like it's it was really sweet so she's just now kind of kind of getting to that stage she's five and then my youngest who is 16 months is like great just no she's not like that at all (laughs) in fact when you were saying like he, you know he'll try to say oh you know mommy I like sleeping with you or whatever obviously my youngest can't talk but she does not play it that way she'll like straight hit me if I don't nurse her I know it's so oh my crazy gosh. I'm like who are you <laughs> can we just put out like a PSA to let people know that parental abuse <laughs> is like a thing seriously I, I she's the bully of the house for sure you know we all feel bad for children, but parental abuse is, you know, an epidemic that's taking over parents' lives on a daily basis. I believe it's true. Oh, my gosh. So on this show, let's go ahead and end it with a confession. Did you prepare one? Okay, I've been thinking about this, and it was surprisingly hard, even though I feel like my life is full of, like, mom fails. <laughs> but us all. I do think I have one, but it's a li- it's not super inappropriate, but is that okay? <laughs> that is fine. Okay. So, it's, um, I mean, it's really about my daughter. But, so, my daughter is in kindergarten and learning to read. And so, like, every sign will be, like, oh, um, you know, kind of spell it out or whatever. And we were going um, to the store, and I'm sure you have it, too, Cox, like, cable. Oh, yeah, and so, have that here. Yeah, and so we're, like, going by one of their stores, and she's, like, C-O-X, Cox. And then now she <laughs> keeps telling everyone, I can spell Cox. And I'm just, <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why is that the one thing that you have to, like, catch on to? (laughs) I feel like it's always, every kid has one of those moments. Milo's first word, and I I don't even think I've ever said this on the show. (laughs) This can be my confession. Okay. Uh, But Milo's first word was, like, shit. (laughs) And he would kick the, the dining chair like he was stubbing his toe and be like, oh, shit. Oh shit, 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 shit. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> because he even uses it in the right context. <laughs> yeah. And like, as he's doing this, there's a video. I think it's like back on Facebook, but I deactivated, face- deactivated Facebook like so long ago. But um, I, like, there's a video and it's starting to pop up on my Instagram memories. Oh, yeah. You go into like the stories. Uh huh. And that was a memory a couple months ago was him saying his first word, but he's like at the dining table, kicking the leg of the dining chair, just cussing up a storm. That cracks me up. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. (laughs) Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your daunting nine to five and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? Maybe you have daydreams of living a life of financial freedom and time flexibility and a picture in your head laying on a beach somewhere, completely stress-free. 
though that would be nice <laughs> in the total possibility, what I have for you is just a simple work from home opportunity. No, this isn't a get rich quick scheme or another MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. Yes, that's right, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son, how we were financially unaffected by the pandemic shutdown, and how I am my own boss living and working around a schedule that's best for my family, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that is in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, college students, retirees, and frequent travelers. Basically, anybody who wishes to leave the chains of the cubicle behind. For more information and to enroll today, visit edjconsultinggroup.com backslash resources. I'm like, okay, well, I need to stop stubbing my toe and start wearing slippers inside. <laughs> or I'm a terrible influence. Oh my gosh, no. I'm this or even things that you don't think is a bad word until your like kid says it. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. uh, what did my daughter say? And I was like, I don't think you'd be should be saying that. Even things like, oh, that sucks, or you know, something like that. I'm like, <laughs> this feels wrong. <laughs> like <laughs> you're four. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I never thought it was going to be a problem because being way out here, like on his dad's side, he doesn't have like much family or like really people who are like interested in being in his life. And then I'm so far away from home. Yeah. I was like, oh, what's it matter? It's just me and him. Who cares? Like, (laughs) who? Who's he going to offend, you know? Until that one then, time he's around someone. <laughs> That's what my kids do. They save it until they're around their grandparents. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, like, people are like, oh, watch your mouth. There's a baby around. Like, I never, I just never did that. I never really censored what I watched on TV. So, like, he spits out, like, Gilmore Girls phrases <laughs> and Friends phrases, like, all the time. And or his favorite his favorite show used to be the Bad Girls Club. (laughs) And I am like, girl, please. Like, can you not? (laughs) That is so funny. And he would like sit on the couch with me and I'd be like drinking a glass of wine and he would have his apple juice and we would cheers and watch the Bad Girls Club and like the bad or like the bachelor. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started on The Bachelor. I love it so much. (laughs) Oh, my God. Me too. Um, But, yeah. And then he just started saying, like, his first, like, I think it's called, like, a compound sentence or, like, a a big sentence was the most dramatic season ever. Oh, my God. That is my dream. Actually, that's going to be my new goal is for that to be Ruby's first (laughs) sentence. I would, like, be so happy. (laughs) Every time, like, we watch it, because I I never watched The Bachelor until after I had Milo. Same. And I, I was home, you know, and I wanted, like, a little bit of routine in my life because I started working for myself, and, like, so I never really had to go anywhere. I don't know. I just, like, I wanted some routine in my life. Yeah. So I was like, I need to find a new show because 
people say like being a stay-at-home mom is like boring and lonely and hard and I didn't really believe that until I became one of course and I'm like sitting there and I'm like okay well it's like Tuesday what the hell am I gonna do with my life um yep so I I started watching The Bachelor and it was uh I think his name was Chris Souls oh yeah uh, the farmer (laughs) from Iowa I didn't watch that season, and, but I know who you're talking about. I'm so, like, deeply rooted in the Bachelor universe now that I, like, know every past contestant. I didn't even watch it then. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> Milo has a crush on Caitlin Bristow. Oh, well, rightfully so. <laughs> um, but that was the first season I ever watched. And it was a season where Caitlin Bristow came out of the limo and he, she was being a contestant on The Bachelor for this farmer. <laughs> And she's like, I'll let you plow my field. And <laughs> That's so something she would say. The second I heard that, I was like, okay, the show is for me. <laughs> and it was like the first episode of The Bachelor I'd ever seen. Um, That's so funny. So I was hooked after that. I and love Caitlin Bristow. That was my routine. I, did you, I don't know if you watched Dancing with the Stars, but she just won that. I'm so excited for her. Like, I know her or something, you know, but like... <laughs> I was just rooting for her. <laughs> oh my god! Did you did you vote? I didn't. I know I'm horrible, but I because I watched it on Hulu, so it was like a day later. You I know? Wa- so I watched it on Hulu too. Yeah, I watch like first of all, watching all of that on Hulu is so much better than watching it the night that it airs because it's an hour and a half on hulu yeah. could you imagine it has to be at least two hours yeah. with commercials oh my gosh for sure and my husband can't stand it he thinks it's long enough as it is so <laughs> he probably i'm so glad would there's a few moments in my life i'm so glad i'm single <laughs> and it's when i'm sitting in my underwear drinking a bottle of wine watching the bachelorette the day after it airs you know what? I will say my husband will be mad at me for saying this, but he is just as invested in The Bachelor as I am. <laughs> we watch it together. Oh, my God. A double confession. Yeah, a double confession, but on his behalf. Hopefully he doesn't listen. <laughs> he will, like, if he's on a trip or something, he'll be like, we can't. Well, I'll wait until he gets home to watch it. Like, <laughs> he loves it. Oh my god, I love I know, that. and we'll be watching it, and he'll be say something like, oh, what? Is, why is she upset, or something like that, and he'll be like, what is my life? <laughs> As many of you may know, I have over a decade of financial industry experience, and financial wellness is such a passion of mine. Like many things in the world, finances tend to look a little bit different for women, even in today's generation. Weeble has simplified the stock market and investing game, with an easy-to-navigate zero-commission platform, free real-time quotes, multi-platform accessibility, and 24-7 online help, along with extended trading hours. If you're looking to increase your financial portfolio, set up your retirement IRA, and start investing in yourself, click the link in the show notes below to receive two free stocks on me. I feel like... (laughs) Like, the guys who watch or tune in, most of them, obviously, because their girlfriends or wives watch it. But I feel like they like The Bachelorette better than The Bachelor. Yeah, because you can, like, relate to the contestants more, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) 
because I've always noticed that any of the guys who, even the guys who say they don't watch, but then like you're talking about it and they start chiming <laughs> yeah, in, that would be my like, husband. Yeah, dude, you watch yeah. it, like just admit it. Um, but they always seem to like the Bachelorette more. And I'm like, probably because there's so many more guys to like relate yeah. to and they can pick their favorite one and like root for them. Kind of like the way we like The Bachelor. Like I would rather watch The Bachelor than The Bachelor. That's so interesting. I actually don't feel like I have a preference, but I love Bachelor in Paradise. I feel like that's my favorite part of the franchise. The first Bachelor in Paradise I ever watched was the Dylan and Oh Hannah. yeah, just the last one that was on. Was that yeah, the last they canceled, one? you know, this year, so bummer, but oh. yeah. <laughs> Way to go, COVID. Um, <laughs> Ruining everything. Ruining when I needed life. Bachelor in Paradise oh. the most. <laughs> oh my god, right? But, yeah, like, I never, I don't know, I kind of got into it. It was like a weird first season to get into, yeah. because there's so many... Um, like remarks that they make about like past seasons of Paradise. Yeah, you kind of just have to jump in and figure it out from there. Yeah, and but the fact that they kept like the same intro, like, I know. I literally felt like I was watching TV. Land. I know that's what's so funny. And I'm like, this is the craziest show I've ever it watched. Is. And I'm putting, I'm putting it on my stories, like uh, like documenting it on my stories as I'm watching. It. I- and everyone's like, no, they have that intro on purpose. It's, like, the same intro they've had the whole time. And I'm like, okay, now I, like, respect the show a little bit. Yeah, it's, like, pretty self-aware. Like, just making fun of themselves almost. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. But they have so much more, like, freedom. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, more, like, storylines to, like, follow, too. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could talk about The Bachelor forever, so... Oh my god, I loved it. It was so, so, uh, it's just become, like, a part of my life. Like, I feel like it's a rite of passage. I had a baby, now I'm a part of Bachelor I I would concur. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, it's the circle of life, you know. That's what happens. You have a baby, you get a wine subscription, (laughs) you become a part of Bachelor Nation, there you go. I don't have a wine subscription, so I guess I need to up my game. (laughs) Oh my god, you need to get one. And the spon- the newest sponsor, if you're going to listen to this episode, you're probably going to hear an ad yeah. for it, of my show is One Hub Wine. And they have the best wines I've ever tasted in my life. Ooh. I even like their reds, which is like a thing that didn't exist to me before. Um, because I'm basic as like all <laughs> hell. And- <Same. laughs> but they-, they also have the world's best Pinot Grigio. And I can contest to that because I have tried, like, probably over 100 Pinot Grigios, and this is the best. Ooh, okay. I'm going to have to use your code and try it. Oh, you're going to have to. And right now, we are doing a holiday fundraiser for the ASPCA. perfect. So, 10% goes to help homeless animals. I I love that. I don't have any animals of my own, so I'm willing to help all the other animals. We... I've decided to partner up with them and we're going to do seasonal fundraisers. So the last one I did for fall was to help um, the conscious kid, which is an organization that empowers youth to be um, just more 
equal in like the way that they view yes. the world. So like they're very like anti-racist and they are all about like women empowerment oh, and all kinds of stuff. And they do it all through like children's books. Oh, that's amazing. So if you haven't checked out the Conscious Kid, definitely they are so I need cute. I feel like we just rented one from the library, maybe. Probably. Yeah. They're in like a lot of um they're in like a lot of inner city schools and in public libraries. But I'm doing this whole thing. I found it on Pinterest. I don't know if you've heard th- or seen this, probably, because you seem like the Pinterest queen. <laughs> I do um, love Pinterest. But it's uh, a Christmas gift thing that you can do for kids. It's like one thing you oh, read, yeah. one thing you wear, one thing you it's like so- you create, I think, and then like another thing you play with. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. Is that right? I, yeah, something yeah. like that. And they they have um, the Conscious Kid books on Amazon. So I went on Amazon and I ordered him two little Conscious Kid books. One that's, uh, they have the RBG yes. book. So I got him that, even though it's like a little bit old for him. Hey. But I figured like I could read it to him and he can keep totally. it for a while. Um, because he is like all about female I, empowerment. I love <laughs> hearing that. I mean, I feel like it's easy for me raising girls to be all about it, but I love hearing boy moms say that too. Like it just makes me really happy. I I know I would be the same if I had boys oh, too, but it's important. I have I have tried so hard to catch it on Instagram stories, but he's like the first and I feel like it's because he hears me say it like when we watch like the bachelorette mm-hmm. or something but he is the first to be like you go girl <laughs> oh my gosh I love that my daughter like got she did something by herself the other day like got in the car or something and she was like I'm a strong independent woman and I was like yeah girl <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I know <laughs> kids she's like the cutest I know I love it so if she's gonna repeat anything I say hopefully it's just that (laughs) (laughs) no no cuss words just strong that's right (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well I feel like this conversation could go on oh for sure but thank you so much for being my guest today and I will send you a link to one hope because they are delicious yes, please do. Uh, and then we can just send each other cheers oh on okay Instagram. i'm here for that let's do it <laughs> uh but share with everybody where they can find you um online and on social um, media yeah, you, my blog is called the showgals.com and my instagram is at the showgals that's so cute is that inspired by so, living in vegas kind of our last name is showalter and so oh, I just thought cute. it was like a fun play on like words of our last name and living in Vegas. And yeah, so just felt right. <laughs> That's so cute. Everybody, I, I love hearing like the story. Me behind, too. Because some people have really cute Instagram handles. And I'm like, I'm surprised, first of all, that it was available. Oh, yeah. But also... <laughs> How creative! I know. I originally did want the show girls, but then I was like, that might attract the wrong audience, and it was taken. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, yeah. it was taken. It was yeah. not meant to be. 
No, I had Justine. I don't know if you follow her, but she does. Um, she has the profile Spirited Sons. Oh, maybe. And she has two sons, and they were both this year diagnosed with oh, autism. Yeah. And I'm like, that is such a cute yes, handle, so cute. you know, like for her two boys. But then also, like, how was that not taken already? That's, like, the cutest Instagram ever. It was waiting for her. It was waiting for her. And that's what she, like, she said something like that. She's like, I was so surprised. Nobody take it. Like, nobody's taking it. But yay. I got it. So, yay. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much. I loved our conversation. And you're definitely going to have to come back on the show. Because- well, thanks so much for having me. Have you noticed that we are rebranding over here at the Mommy Wines? We have a new logo, new segments coming soon, and of course, new merchandise. What better way to support the show than rocking your very own Mommy Wines podcast merch? Our new logo is presented on slouchy sweatshirts, tees, and tanks. We have items for men. We have items for babies. We have toddler stuff. We even have puppy hoodies for all the dogs out there listening. So make sure to head over to the Mommy Wines Podcast merch store available at Teespring and themommywines.com under the shop page. If you don't see anything you just can't live without, then you can always support the show by clicking the support button on anchor.fm backslash mommy-wines. Support and merch is always linked in the show notes below. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.